Hi, and welcome back to our third episode of If Water Coolers Could Talk. I'm Jesse, and this is my co-host, Danielle. Hello. <laughs> How has your week been? Oh, it was busy. Really busy, actually. Like, busy with work and just bu- busy all around, basically. So, Oh, so you're busily working, getting us some more stories, are you? I mean, maybe... Maybe not for my current job, if anybody's listening, <laughs> but yes, we'll get some yeah. more stories. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's been good. No, no real complaints. The weather's been just beautiful here. I don't know how it's been in your tiny town that rains all the time, but uh, it's been sunny it's- and in the plus 20s Celsius, if any of our American yeah. friends are listening. Yeah, you can quit rubbing that in now. It's been overcast and... We've had a couple of nice days, but it's been foggy and kind of drizzly and definitely letting us know that it's October. Well, that's, I mean, that's cozy fall vibes. So that's, that's also not the worst. It really is. I've got these really big fluffy pink socks that I just bought. I'm pretty (laughs) excited. Yes. We're at that age where fluffy socks (laughs) is exciting for us. Fluffy socks and a warm sweater. It's and uh, just sad. cozy I've, I've definitely hit old age now. Yes. I mean, we had a rainy day a while ago, and it it was cozy, as long as I wasn't out. Well, yeah. I was out for one of them getting completely soaked in kind of a thunderstorm, so that part wasn't, like, the best. Mm. It's just water, but it was. I was so cold afterwards because I was driving around. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. That is not that's the fall fun. vibe I'm looking for. Like no. <laughs> no, no, it's curled up inside with a book or blanket or a movie or something like that with a, a nice hot tea. That's the vibe I'm looking for. Or, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Amber, Amber liked the uh, pumpkin spice with her cold vanilla chai tea. And I tried it and it was actually pretty good. So that's actually I, what I've been drinking. I make a chai tea and pour some of that. You can buy it in any grocery store, that vanilla or that pumpkin spice yeah. coffee creamer in my chai tea. I've been drinking that for about a month now and I'm I'm really <laughs> loving it. You went I basic as found... soon as September hit. <laughs> I totally did. Um, it's the, actually it's the first year I've found because with my coffee allergy, I haven't had pumpkin spice anything yet. So I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna try it in my tea. It sounds just weird enough to work, and it really did. I was very excited. But I also found at uh, Tim Hortons they have this caramel hot chocolate. Oh, so good! I haven't heard. I got that packs one. of it. I, yeah, <laughs> I bought it did. on Amazon. I bought it on Amazon. I bought packs of it. It wasn't very expensive, and it's also been very good. So yeah, I don't know. I've I my friend introduced me to the iced chai tea latte this summer. Uh, she yeah. used to work at oh, well, I should, well it was Starbucks. Okay, it was Starbucks, and it was my friend Joe, and she was like she used to work there. And I'm like, okay, well, what's good? Because I don't like coffee. I love the smell. But it was a hot day, and I was there with her girls, and we we're just hanging out, and I loved it. And so when I told my daughter about it, Amber, I mean, she's <laughs> she's cool. So, so I'm like, yeah. so what do you yeah, have? She, like, is. she she has all the different drinks. And I'm like, well, so 
I did try her pumpkin one, as we do full circle about this, but it was good. I haven't bought one yep. myself because once I like a drink, I kind of, I have a hard time straying from it. <laughs> but like London yeah. Fogs at this place in, uh, oh. in the town I worked at was the best London Fog in the world. It was so good. I mean, I like them. I make them yeah. at home, but it does not compare. They're never as good. There was a place that I used to get London Fogs from all the time before I moved. And now that we've moved, the only place that sells them is Tim's. And they're just, they're good, but they're not the same. And because of that yeah. comparison, I've basically stopped drinking them. So. Okay, after we're done, I'm going to go make one. <laughs> I <laughs> hey, need I one. apologize. Sorry, okay. not sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess not. So um, what else this week? Well, we just, I mean, recently anyway, we celebrated our Canadian Thanksgiving, and that was good. Um, yes. Probably still full for weeks, but uh, I mean, you, yeah. you get to double that up, don't you? I do. I get two Thanksgivings, although we probably have enough turkey in our fridge to last until American Thanksgiving as well. We might have gone a bit crazy with our bird this year. I mean that's okay. You get to you get to live best of both worlds. Because Absolutely. I get turkey are... from the beginning of October until the end of December and I love it. Yeah, I guess with Christmas too. Mm -hmm. We are Canadian girls. I call you Canadian girl, but she did hail from California. So That's right. I grew up in the while. valley. It took, took you a, me a while, while to adjust to the Canadian weather. Do <laughs> uh, you mean a while? It's been what twenty six years, and I <clears> still don't. I'm not. I am not a, a cold girl. Well, no. I guess that's not true. I am always cold. You know what I'm trying to say, though. I do not enjoy I, cold yeah. weather. Yeah, I understand. Carlos <laughs> loves it, and he's from Mexico. And people are like, "You are yeah, insane." So weird. And I'm like. I I like to be warm. I mean, winter is yep. beautiful. It can be beautiful. And the kids, my kids love it because, well, Amber's like, oh, there's no bugs. So that was good. But both of them love it. Like, they like it being colder. I'm a summer fall kind of girl. But uh, I like being warm. <laughs> I do like fall. But fall is really as cold as I enjoy. Much beyond <laughs> fall. And I'm just kind of miserable. But I love fall. I love just the everything turning red and just getting kind of chilly. And you can feel that that chill in the air. I, I really do enjoy it. But yeah, I wish it would kind of stop there and then just go straight to spring. That it has that crisp smell. Like that crisp yeah. kind of cool smell about it. And it signals yes. you to buy the pumpkin spice coffee creamer for your tea. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's when it becomes available. Otherwise, I probably would drink it year round. There's, there's no shame over here. I can admit it. That stuff is good. I guess we could move on to our first story. We have five today, and some are sent in from listeners, which is awesome. And thank you guys so much for listening and yes. starting to send in stories because they are awesome stories. I love this first one. Yeah, Danielle's got the first one, so I will just let her. I'll stop rambling. I'll just let Ugh, her talk. Don't stop <laughs> rambling. I was just admit I love this first one. It was sent in by Victoria. 
Uh, she gave us permission to use her name, so that's pretty awesome of her. Thanks, so Victoria. She says, she says, to make extra money, I had picked up a part-time gig as a delivery driver for a popular food app. Overall, it was not bad, but there was always some weirdos that would make it uncomfortable. And the story I want to start with is about who I called in full sarcasm, my friend, I first ran into this guy when I was picking up an order at a sandwich shop. They weren't ready yet, so I was just waiting when this guy comes in all loud and obnoxious to the workers. They seemed to know him. His attention then turned to me. Insert the start of discomfort that lasted on and off for well over a year. Oh, gosh. That's That's, uncomfortable. That's foreshadowing. (laughs) Right? He says he was chatty and bragging hard about making $300,000 a year doing this delivery job. Sure, pal. (laughs) (laughs) But I inserted all the appropriate oohs and ahs, and I said, that's good. He went on saying he made more than this at his big wig job he had before back home in another country. While this sudden dump of info was happening, I am just staring at the staff, begging them with my eyes to get my order to me faster. Don't blame you, poor girl. So eventually he asks me if this is my only job. And being polite but nervous, I blurted out that I commuted out of town to an office for my full-time job, and I was mainly doing this to support my kids more. I kind of hoped mentioning kids would drive him away fast. He started in about, oh, he worked near there at a food processing plant, but he made more during the driving, so he quit. But that he has kids too, and he pays support for them. It's great, whatever. So I get my order and run. You'd hope this was the end, but no. This guy (laughs) worked so much, I kept running into him. I would see his car and park farther away and try to wait for him to leave before going into the restaurant. He just made me so uncomfortable that I was trying to avoid him at all costs. This did not always work. When he did catch up to me, his story would change almost every time. Now he was making $100,000 or he was working for two different delivery apps and making just all of the money and then... And then to complaining that the one that I did was the worst and it just sucked and he was going to switch like I cared. <laughs> you poor yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Top of her mind. Every right? day. Every what day. Is this guy Very doing? concerned about her friend. <laughs> <laughs> he would always ask how much I had made that day. It's like, like that's any of your business. But then he would grab at my phone to try to see. He started asking for my number, and I said, no, my boyfriend would not be cool with that. He was like, oh, it's just so I can help you grab extra shifts. He felt he had the inside track of what time open shifts you could pick up came out, and he just wanted to help, even though I had told him no thank you. I knew where to look. Plus, I was already working too much as it was. It got worse. The next time he saw me, he just grabbed me for a hug. Oh, okay. oh no. Oh, no. Just hard so, pass. Right? Don't touch. No touchy. No touchy so, touchy. <laughs> no. Poor Victoria. She says, I was done. He asked for number again. 
So I asked him to give me his. He couldn't get it to me fast enough. And I probably gave it to my boyfriend. Smart. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a good move. So my boyfriend was going to call him and blast him or even text him to see what this guy would actually say, thinking it was me. But I didn't think he would actually do it. But he may have. After this... <laughs> After all this, the next time I saw the friend, I was with my boyfriend, who just kind of stared him down hard, and after that, he was awkward with me when he would see me, and eventually he just disappeared. Thank God. Nobody needs creepy friends like that. Amen. That is over the top. That is kind of scary, actually. Yeah. That's Uh, like... Man. I mean probably he wasn't but it gives off stalker vibes so bad it really does though and i don't know it's it's hard enough being out there because i did delivery driver for a couple yeah. of years as you know i used to help out uh, when dave ran a pizza place whenever he was short drivers i did delivery drivers and it is a little bit intimidating knocking Mm -hmm. on doors if you don't know who lives there you don't know what's about to happen and the worst was the hotels and how many times guys would answer the door in a towel oh can you just go and put that on the table absolutely (laughs) not i can hand it to you and you can go and put it on the table (laughs) but keep that that other hand on the towel job as it is right (laughs) like do not drop a towel at any cost yeah, oh. that's a that's a scary job and an awkward coworker like that just makes a difficult job worse. Yeah, it sounds Poor like girl. I mean I doubt he ever made that much money, but if he made a lot, oh. it's because it sounds like all he did with his life was drive. So I bet you that yeah. was some hefty child sport because he probably didn't see them. <laughs> Who knows where they probably were? Probably not. But uh, I yeah. don't know. I know you can make decent tips like Friday and Saturday night. I made some decent tips, but uh, I never got anywhere near approaching even like 50000 a year would have oh, been gosh. insane. So yeah. I, I don't see how he's making that much money. Well, there's no way it's a reliable income, right? Like it, it could be oh. a good part time job, but for a full time, that's basing a lot on hoping that people are ordering out which they do and yeah especially during covid i'm sure that yeah. spiked and i can imagine but, during covid it was better yeah but but still. i mean during covid most people were kind of short money so when they were ordering out i don't imagine they had a ton extra to leave yeah. those really good tips that's true and that's really as a driver like the the little bit of money that the store gives you for the run barely covers gas and maintenance on the vehicle you really need to tip your drivers people please so when i do order and delivery i tip the driver well because that is an expensive job that they're doing for not a mm-hmm. lot of money that's true and apparently <laughs> so. they get stalked so <laughs> Let's make it worth their while, people. Right? Absolutely. Make it worth it. So moving right along, we have our second story written in and sent from Charlie. And here we go. 
He starts, hi there, this is my story. Thank you. A few years ago, I worked with a construction company in, and I was in customer service. This company was great at treating their employees particularly well by throwing awesome parties and paying very well. We would have multiple parties a year, one for Christmas, family day, stampede time. And there was also another party that was for the trades that worked along with us. Trust me, this is important for the story. The owner was happily married for some time and his then wife became a shareholder of the company, a genuinely nice lady. Unfortunately, they got divorced, leaving two children to share time between each other. And that's never easy. Well, the reason of the divorce, I bet you can see this coming, is another woman. And she was a co-worker. And she was much younger and very different from his wife. (gasps) Yeah. So she worked there. She's younger. He had been cheating on his wife for quite some time before the divorce and everybody knew about it. So for the story, because none of these. Well, I mean, she found out at some point. I don't know. He doesn't say how she found out, but um, he also said all of these names are not their real names. He changed them for privacy. So for the story, we're going to call the wife Lisa and the new girlfriend is Denise, not their actual names, but so unfortunately news of the divorce came near Christmas and there was a function where everybody's waiting to see what would happen. The day came and yes, Lisa was there (laughs) and she had to share the dance room with her ex-husband and his new girlfriend, Denise. For sure everyone was on Lisa's side. They felt so sorry for her. She was a shareholder. She had to go. So you could really feel the tension in the air. And everyone is, you know, a titch uncomfortable. The next event (laughs) was a trades appreciation party. And the party was the following summer. And the two ladies again were there. Lisa, of course, again had to be because she helped create the company. And she was a half shareholder too. So she showed up. And thanked all the tradespeople for a great year. Another awkward event for the ladies. Gets worse. Two years went by. Oh no. (laughs) And Denise and the company owner. They're not doing so well. And he was cheating (gasps) again. This time with someone more his own age. Someone who is said to be an artist, a painter, little artiste. Someone who he could keep up with, I will say. Laugh out loud. Her name was for the story Wendy. So the next party came around. Oh man. Okay. And yes, she was there too. I mean, all no. three of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're at the no. party at the same time. This continued on for five to six Why? functions. I don't know. They must like enjoy drama. I don't know. Like yeah, I wouldn't do it myself. I'd, I'd peace out. No. I mean, absolutely. Lisa, Lisa, as mentioned before, was co-owner. So that's why she was there. I can understand. But Denise? But Denise? Yeah. She, why would, even if on the off chance, maybe Denise was still working there, but why would you go to the party? Uh, like, Denise was I, still working there. I can't understand there. that. She uh, was that an is insane. She had a really good position in the company, and 
everybody was just like what you're saying. We wondered, really, does she need to keep working here? Who knows? And of course, his new wife, Wendy, was there. She was new and shiny and she had to be seen, probably showed off. Yeah. So we as the employees had talked a lot about why these ladies would accept this treatment, this behavior, and what kind of man had his ex-wife, his ex-girlfriend, and his new wife together at the same time at all these parties. But uh, who knows? Uh, Maybe he's on to his fourth or fifth lady by now. I can't imagine (laughs) how full the parties would be. And truly, Charlie does not mind not being there to see it. So that's no. Yeah. Okay, that's quite I have the drama. to admit, though. Yeah, I have to admit, I would love to be an outside observer in one of those parties. Oh, I'm I don't sure. actually want to work there. I don't want to be involved, but I would like to watch that interaction because <laughs> I can so understand awkward. the new wife being there, right? I understand yeah. the new wife wanting to be there. Although what I don't understand is how did he explain to the new wife and why does this woman think that he's not just going to cheat on her exactly. given his history? How can maybe she somehow, Maybe somehow she didn't know or she thought, well, I'm different. And, you know, hopefully she was, <sighs> but just judging from history of this guy, I wouldn't trust it. Wouldn't trust that. Uh, no, no, That's... you're not different. I'm sorry. He's He's got the issue. It's not the issue with the women. I can understand it happening once. People do change and evolve and grow, and not everybody is strong enough to say they need out of a relationship until they find somebody else. And yeah. so I can understand leaving. I don't get the cheating part, but I can understand ending a relationship because when you find somebody else, that kind of forces you to realize that you're not happy where you are. So yeah. end a relationship and start a new one with somebody else. That's acceptable. But don't cheat and then cheat again. And then these women are still believing that it's okay because and they're it's so different. public. You know, it's, I feel it's so for Lisa. public. Don't really oh, feel yes. for Denise. I mean, she could nah, leave at any no. time. So, yep. I get that the job market's tough, but I mean, worst case, keep the job and don't go to the functions. There's a million different yeah. reasons to use to not go to a function. Very true. Very true. That is terrible. Okay. I feel so. I where feel did for that um, lady? Oh, no kidding. She's a strong lady, that's for sure. I'm sure she's yeah, stronger than me stronger than the guy (laughs) i can't imagine he would do that (laughs) if the roles were reversed i doubt he would have shown up no is your next one from a definitely not online an online media it's from a yes message board message board from an online (laughs) message board okay yes and this one so this one kind of touched home with me because i've worked in call centers i've had a lot of different types of jobs I worked, my very first jobs were call centers. Mm, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're tough kind of places to be, um, very stressful. But this one is just over the top. Um, people that work in call centers, they're a different breed of people. And this is going to prove it. So this message mm. board, I, 
it was written by an anonymous poster. They wrote, I worked at a call center and someone came to me to complain that there was an inordinate amount of pubic hair on the flat top of the urinal in the men's room. I went to check and there it was. In fact, a remarkable amount of pubes there. So it was nasty and it was clearly placed there by someone on purpose. I would imagine it would have to be because, again, I've had to clean men's washrooms and I don't imagine how you would get a stack of pubes up there without intentionally putting them there. So whatever. So poster says, I cleaned them off with a paper towel, washed my hands vigorously and continued on with my day. A couple hours later, I was told the pubes had returned. Not quite as Uh many as the first time, but still too many for the universe to have deposited them there naturally. (laughs) Yes. Right? Another manager and I had our suspicions as to whom the culprit was. We tried to catch him, but we couldn't get more than circumstantial evidence. Not enough to confront him. I wouldn't Uh, want to catch the act. Oh, sorry. (laughs) after a third iteration a third time so he'd had enough so the poster calls he says i called all the male staff into the boardroom and i addressed them as a group saying the disgusting behavior had to stop immediately and there would be grave consequences for whomever was caught doing it i made sure to make eye contact with the main suspect multiple times during the meeting It never happened again. It still boggles my mind that I had to deal with that crazy behavior. But, you know, call centers. Okay. No, I did not know that was like what happened (laughs) at call center. I worked at one sort of for for a paper, but I was in the call area. And that never happened? Yeah. (laughs) Never happened. No. I have to say, to my knowledge, nothing like that happened at mine, but there were some weird, just odd behaviors of people. But I have to ask this one, and I know what you're going to say, but, you know, you only have so many people. It's not a huge area. You only have so many. How often and how many could there have been? Maybe he kept a supply at home just for occasions like this. Right? (laughs) I, I, no. Oh, man, that is so bad. Saved him up. He'd been planning this for a couple years. Just kept saving him. Asked friends for donations. Oh, my gosh. I apologize if anybody's (laughs) eating right now. (laughs) Did not realize it would come yeah, to this, this is This level. is a fair point to bring up. Maybe don't ever eat or drink while listening to one of our episodes. Because <laughs> you never know what's going to pop up. <clears throat> right? I am. Um, All right. I, I don't want to. We're just going to leave that one. Let's. Yeah. Let's no, move on. I don't want to think about this too much longer. We need to move on. I have horrible images in my mind. I just need to clear that. I need a palate yep. cleanse. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm okay. (laughs) Our next one comes from a listener. Yes. um, (laughs) And her name, I'm assuming her, is Wild Rose. So I like that already. So 
In the Definitely. 1980s, I had worked at an easy listening radio station, but managed to get a job as an announcer at one of the most popular country Western stations in North America. There were very few female announcers back then, especially at that station. So kudos to her right there. Ooh, nice. My first shift was an all-night show, and I was just trying to get familiarized. After 1 a.m., I received a call from a listener who said to me, I have a gun pointed at my wife's head, and I want yeah. you to play a song for her, and I want her to listen to it. The song is, Does My Ring Her Ear Finger? I replied, I just started here and I don't know where to find all the music. He said, you have five minutes and hung up. I immediately called the police and explained the situation. Uh -huh. And I was told in a rather non-emotional voice. So play the song. We did not have call display back then. I frantically looked for the song as the clock kept tinkering ticking and I started praying and there it was I found the song I announced on the air that a listener had requested this song for his wife Charlie Pride's does my ring hurt your finger the listener called right back and said in a stern voice she has been saved and hung up <laughs> Woof. I thought country western oh, fans oh, oh. were sure different from what I was used to that's intense. That is. For first shift. Then about 3 a.m., this keeps going, someone was buzzing oh, no. at the door. I couldn't see him, but I could speak to him from the station. He requested a song called Tall, Dark Stranger by Buck Owens. The lyrics mention a tall, dark stranger is danger. Okay, so now I'm worried about who is waiting for me when I leave early in the morning. By 5 a.m., a fellow was buzzing at the door again, and he said he was the news guy, and he had to start preparing for the news. I put on a song, a long one, and went to see him through the door. I wondered if it was a trick by the tall, dark stranger guy, so I wouldn't let him in. I said, how do I know that you are the, the news guy? He pointed the call letters of the station that were stitched to the front of his jacket. So I finally let him in, and yes, he did go prepare the news. When I left in the morning, there was no tall, dark stranger, thank God, oh, waiting good. for me in the parking lot. And the caller oh, who good. had a gun yeah. pointed to his wife's head called me about a year later and told me who he was. And he said he and his wife have divorced now, and he was very apologetic for putting me through that. Well, I should say so. Well, <laughs> like, that's wow. huge. I can't believe he apologized. That, yeah, I can't believe she stayed awesome. working there after that being a first shift. That is terrifying. Yeah, well, that, she must be a tough lady. Uh, that's, that's... She, yeah, that's a tough woman right there. That's yeah. amazing. That's, that's a brave terrifying. Woman. I mean, honestly, to be yeah. doing the, the night shift to begin with, and that's your first night? Uh, probably yeah. nothing else phased her after that. Nope. They say that all the crazies come out on the night shift, and fortunately, I don't think I've ever actually worked a night shift by myself, so I don't, I don't know that one. I've never that's worked insane. overnight. I've worked to like one or three in the morning, um, and that's that's close enough. That's there's some different people that creep out at that time. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I'm okay without doing that. 
that was yeah, very definitely that was a great that's story. Frightening. Very. Hug so your loved glad ones you're closer. Safe. That's very glad. That's yeah. Don't even want to think about that one. That one's just giving me chills right down my back. Man, All if right. I ever hear that song, <laughs> right? It'll <laughs> never be the same. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 That's uh, it's gonna be some trauma behind that song for a lot of years with that person. I bet. <laughs> I bet. I bet she never <sighs> wanted to hear it again. Man. No, and not only her, but can you imagine? So we're focusing on our on our on our friend here, but the woman, the wife. Could mm. you imagine? No, that just occurred to me. Like to be in that situation. Oh well, man, too uh, much, too deep. For the best that they got divorced, and they're yes. both safely living their own lives. Hopefully, yes, so. I hope so. That's. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's okay. a lot. So, so you have, we're gonna just uh, bounce right along. Yeah, hopefully you got our last story, bit. right? Yes. Okay. So again, this one. So once again, tons of different types of jobs over here. I tried pretty much everything before I settled into where I am. So I've worked in kitchens and fast food restaurants and stuff, and I can see this happening. This so this one scares me a little bit. Uh -oh. uh, but it's a great story. Yeah. I found it on a message board, again, an anonymous okay. poster. So can't even credit who sent it in. But it says, many years ago, I had a job working in a small kitchen. Now, at this point, I do have to add, I'm sorry, I had to edit this because this person writes the way I speak. So I had to take a lot <laughs> of profanity out of this for you guys. Daniel, the truck is <laughs> so <laughs> oh, okay. I work with heavy equipment and heavy equipment operators and mechanics. So yeah, my mouth is off. a little, it, it can. And I mean, I grew up that way. My dad was a dispatcher and a truck driver, and this is what I grew up with. So my mouth can get a little bad without, like, I have to be careful. So I did edit yeah. this story a little bit, and I apologize for cleaning it up, but I, I needed to for our little She's ears. also uh, editing so herself, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I have been a little bit careful. You you continue. All right. So many years ago, I had a job working in a small kitchen, and we had this kid get hired. Let's call him Donnie. Now, within about a day of working with this kid, I could tell that he was really messed up. But for whatever reason, the store manager loved him. After watching this kid getting some macaroni and cheese for a customer go all misty-eyed for a second, drop the pound and a half of macaroni all over the ground, and walk off stiff-legged to the back like nothing had happened, I begin to suspect that maybe he wasn't that competent. Turns out, every day, he was going into the bathroom and shooting up heroin. <gasps> That's unfortunate. How old is this? Wasn't this a kid? Like a younger person? He did refer person? to him as a kid. I don't oh, no. think he ever says an age, but he did refer to him as a kid. Too, too young in any case. Yes. So he says about a week later, a week after this guy starts, apparently he heard a blood curdling screaming coming mm. from the back of the kitchen. So he quickly sprinted back there to see this Donnie kid clutching his face, rolling around on the ground. Oh, he said, I I attributed this to him being high on heroin and I went to roll him over to try to snap him out of it. 
That was as far as my delusion got. I rolled him over and most of the skin was gone from his face. <gasps> he, had, he had opened the oven when it was set to 475 degrees steam cook and quickly stuck his face inside to see if the food was done. Oh my well, God. a minor inquiry was done and nothing came of it. Not even after we told the boss we had found him shooting up on store property. The boss loved Donnie. I have to admit, oh, at this what? point, I'm starting to believe that the boss and Donnie are related. Maybe it's his so, dealer. <laughs> right? Oh <my> God. <laughs> so for another month or so, I got to make massive amounts of overtime and brownie points. Basically, every night I closed with Donnie. It would end with him getting frustrated because he couldn't wash dishes and he would end up sobbing because the water would burn his hands when he said it too hot. Or if I made him rewash a dish that was still dirty, he would burst into tears. So I would send mm. him home and stay about three hours after my shift until usually about one o'clock in the morning to finish the work. Needless to say, I got assistant manager pretty fast. Thanks, Donnie. But the real kicker wow. came about two weeks of minor mistakes later. I told Donnie to clean out the deep fryers, something he had been trained and retrained and retrained on. While he did that, I went to do the walk around to make sure everything else was in order. When I got back to the kitchen, I quickly noticed a giant flickering light coming from the back. Oh. I know what's going on. I sprint back there, and those fryers each have about nine feet of flame shooting out of them, with Donnie just sitting there, slack-jawed, going, I don't know what happened, man. Well, thank God for the fire protection classes in college. I ran to the back break room, I grabbed that bicarb extinguisher, and I managed to beat down the fire. Turns out Donnie had completely drained the oil without turning off the heating coil. The best part is when the fire started, he started the oil pump. His logic oh. was that the oil spraying on the fire would put it out. He literally mm. added fuel to the fire. Well, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he says, well, we had to replace the fryers, the ovens, the fume hood, and a good chunk of the back wall. And that wall was a two-hour rated firewall. Donnie wasn't around much after that. Yeah, I was going to say they need, also need to replace Donnie, not just yeah. all the equipment. Get him out. No, That's... they need to replace Donnie at that point. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not one for advocating to lose a job, but he's. Uh, well, he he's he needs everyone to go else at risk. Right, that yeah. is a huge safety risk. And the reason I relate with this so much is I have seen very similar things multiple times. Fortunately, we were around to catch and turn off the heating coils when I saw that happen. It didn't turn into a fire, thank God. But I mean, we've seen, but not all in one person is a thing. It was many different people making similar mistake. small mistakes. But all wrapped up in one, one person, that's terrifying. You know, I'm <sighs> still back at when he dropped the macaroni. <laughs> Right? So Christian would it be crushed? PTSD, right? It's like <laughs> no, he Christian went loves his macaroni. What kind of PTSD do you have that mac... Right? Maybe, I'd be misty-eyed. He was just... No, he went misty-eyed, then dropped it, it said. Oh, oh. He said he... 
he got all misty-eyed uh, and then, and then dropped promptly it? dropped it on the ground. Yeah, I had to scroll back up to read it really quick. Uh-oh. He said he was getting some mac and cheese for a customer. He went misty-eyed, dropped the pound and a half of macaroni mm. all over the ground and walked away. So See he went misty-eyed at the side of the macaroni. Oh, I'd be... My son would be crushed because it was wasted Devastated. and he couldn't have it. <laughs> That's where I would be too. Are oh, you this kidding? is a terrifying. Depending story, on how clean like, that floor was, he would probably be like, "Give it to me anyway." Half right. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I'm kidding. He would never do that. Uh, well, I wouldn't let him, but he wouldn't. He's you know, no. He's uh, a no. good kid. He's not gross. Yeah. He's not Donnie. I do know some some kids about his age that would have done that. Yes, no. Donnie might have just curled up on the floor eating it, it depending nom, on nom, where nom. he was at in his high. <laughs> Just like a hunger, hunger hippo. Oh my gosh. Feedy <laughs> macaroni. <laughs> oh, and the Hasselhoff oh. tapes come to mind. We should oh. not mock it. Really, I'm not trying to mock addiction. Addiction is terrible. Yeah, and if you right. have it, please get help. Reach out. There are always people there who love you enough to help you, no matter what your addiction is telling you. But at the same time, we do have to make a little bit of fun or else we will go crazy just dealing with the stuff that we deal with every day. That is exactly right. Yes. Hopefully he got into some rehab and therapy and he's doing oh, much God, better now. I hope so. That's that's what I like to think for, for anybody who has an addiction. Please reach out. If you're listening to this and you have an addiction, reach out to us. Let us know your area and I will look up places for you. Like, I don't care who you are. If you have an addiction, people are there for you. So That's right. There is support terrible. all over. It's just Definitely. very hard, I think, to make the first step. But once you oh, do. Yes. Do it's all up from there. And there will be stumbles and you will trip and you will sometimes fall right back down where you were. And you just have, you just have to keep going. Definitely, I'm not making fun of the addict here. I'm just making fun of the crazy behavior that was as a result. And I don't know if it was due to his heroin use or if the guy was just I'm pretty sure messed up. It, it could have been both, but yeah, it's yeah. it's a messed up kid right there. Well, that got kind so. of Donnie Darko pretty quick. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. it really did. It was supposed <laughs> to be a funny story, but then I'm like, oh, I don't want people to yeah. think we're. Definitely not mocking the addiction, just New. mocking the result of the addiction. Yeah, that's right. For sure. So, but yeah. What? Man, and now I wish I had a funny story to, to end on a happy note. What about, do you have anything funny that happened this week? I mean, not funny, but just gratitude that we have been having listeners and we just really want to thank you guys so much. It means the world to us. We're having so much fun with this. And I mean, if you can, please give yes, us, definitely. you know, rate us, review us. Hopefully it's good. I might cry if it's not, but don't worry about that. <laughs> but if you rate yeah. review, it keeps you us relevant, either keeps way, us going. Review us where Yes. That's definitely. right. And and, and you no know, we we listen to all of you. Send, we listen uh, to what you say. We have our Facebook page if you want to look at us up there. And we also are on Where Instagram as well. It is it's under the same like our email. Oh. IWCCT podcast. That's where you'll find the Instagram. Yeah. So if you want to send us a story to IWCCT podcast at gmail.com 
or look us up on Facebook or Instagram and just keep the conversation going. We'll see you yeah. uh, next week around the water cooler. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay hydrated, my friend.